Bill O'Reilly here. Wednesday, August 24th, 2022. You are listening to the O'Reilly Update. Here's what's happening today in America. New survey ranks the least popular politicians in America. President Biden forgives billions of dollars in student debt. 70% of suspects released on no bail in Northern California commit additional crimes. TV ratings plunge in July. Also ahead, you will be surprised who I ran into last night. But first, a poll from NBC News reveals the least popular politicians in the USA. The figures are ranked by their positive and negative approval ratings. The bottom five begins with President Biden, followed by Donald Trump, Kamala Harris, Mike Pence, and the most unlikable politician, Joe Manchin. 40% of Democrats hold an unfavorable view of the senator from West Virginia. That figure falls to 31% for Republicans, 30% for independents. Officials in Northern California releasing new data behind their zero bail policy, which is, of course, insane. Yolo County, that's west of Sacramento, confirms 70% of suspects released on no bail commit more crimes. Of the 600 individuals followed, 420 were rearrested within 12 months. 20% were charged with violent felonies, such as murder, kidnapping, robbery, and domestic violence. Overall crime in California, the nation's largest state, up 25% in the last two years, largely because of stupid policies like no bail. Congress allocating another $3 billion to Ukraine. Meantime, President Biden returning from his long vacation to Washington today to sign an executive order forgiving billions in college debt. Some say this is an obvious attempt to buy votes in November, but on the other side, it does give relief to some people underwater financially. Ratings for cable TV plummeting. Viewership dropped another 19% in July. That's a 32% decline in two years. Broadcast TV also down 40%. Executives blame the downturn on streaming. 80% of all U.S. households now subscribe to platforms like Netflix, Amazon Prime, Disney Plus. That figure was just 20% years ago. In a moment, what I did last night may surprise you. Right back. Did you know Fast Growing Trees is the largest online nursery in the USA? With more than 10,000 plant varieties and millions of satisfied customers. I have their trees and plants at my home, and they're fantastic. Have you had your fair share of landscaping woes and wasted weekends at crowded nurseries? Finding Fast Growing Trees will be like stumbling upon a hidden treasure, believe me. With fast-growing trees, it's different. From fruit trees to houseplants, they have it all delivered right to your doorstep. Plus, their plant experts are always available for advice. And here's the best part. This spring, they have up to half off on select plants. And my audience can get an extra 15% off by using promo code BILL at checkout. 
So please go to fastgrowingtrees.com. Use promo code Bill at checkout. Time now for the O'Reilly Update message of the day, a chance meeting. So last night, I'm at Yankee Stadium for the Subway Series, which is a game between the New York Yankees and the New York Mets. 50,000 people were there, so I had some company. Now, I was fortunate enough to be in what they call a suite, a private box, and one of my suite mates was Supreme Court Justice Sonia Sotomayor. Now, I know her, so don't panic, but it's a very interesting story. Justice Sotomayor was born in the Bronx to immigrant parents from Puerto Rico. Now, Puerto Rico is a territory of the USA, but her parents did not speak English when they arrived here. She was brought up in poverty in the projects, which to this day are horrible. And she prospered. First in her high school class, she went to Archbishop Spellman, and then she went to Yale Law. And now she is a Supreme Court justice, one of the most powerful people in the world. So Justice Sotomayor and O'Reilly could not disagree about politics more. She believes that a big federal government should right the wrongs of society, should provide for the people. I believe in self-reliance, just like what happened to her. She did it. Yes, there was a little bit of affirmative action to help her along, but she did it on her own. Her parents, at least her father, not the greatest, if you know her bio. Now, I know the justice because a few years ago, I was invited by the Kennedy Center Honors, which is a liberal platform, to give an award to the brilliant Herbie Hancock, the jazz guy from Chicago. I love Herbie, and Herbie asked for me. So I went and I gave him the award, which shocked Barack Obama and everybody else in the audience. Justice Sotomayor was there, and I got to speak to her briefly uh, a few years ago. But last night, I spoke to her a little bit more. And it was very respectful. I can't tell you how important it is for people, intelligent people, people of conscience who follow their conscience, to be respectful of one another, even if they disagree. So that has been my modus operandi ever since I reached national prominence about 25 years ago. I don't hate anybody. Now, if I think you're hurting people like Nancy Pelosi, then I will go after you. But I understand Justice Sotomayor. Again, I do not agree with her on anything. But we have a respectful discourse. I can get in touch with her and ask her important questions. And that is what should happen in American politics. I'm Bill O'Reilly. I approve the message by writing it. If you'd like more honest news analysis, please visit BillOReilly.com, and I may give a premium membership to Justice Sotomayor. In a moment, something you might not know. Everything is expensive these days, you know that. 
the government is printing trillions of dollars in consumer prices higher than ever. If the government continues its printing and spending, the dollar could continue its freefall and lose its coveted role as the world reserve currency. Let's hope that doesn't happen. But there are a few things you can do right now. American Hartford Gold can show you how to protect your money, your retirement, your hard-earned savings against inflation by helping you diversify a portion of your portfolio into physical gold and silver. Start with a short phone call, and they can have physical gold and silver delivered right to your door or put inside your 401k or IRA. So please call or text them right now. Tell them Bill O'Reilly sent you. Call 877-444-GOLD, 877-444-GOLD, or text GOLD to 65532. Again, that's 877-444-GOLD, or text GOLD to 65532. Now the O'Reilly Update brings you something you might not know. 208 years ago today, British soldiers rampaged through the streets of Washington, D.C. The Brits set fire to the U.S. Capitol, the president's mansion not yet called the White House, and other landmarks. Here is the story behind the War of 1812. At the beginning of the 19th century, Great Britain was locked in a global conflict with Napoleon's France. Both sides blocked the young United States from trading with the other, hurting our commerce. The Royal Navy of Britain outraged Americans by forcibly removing our seamen from ships and then making them serve in the British military. That was called impressment. Also, to stir conflict in North America, England began arming Indian tribes. In June of 1812, President James Madison declared war on Great Britain. For the next two years, the U.S., U.K., and Native Americans fought all over the continent. In the summer of 1814, the USA launched a brutal attack against the city of York in Ontario, Canada. That town is now called Toronto. In response, British forces sailed up the Potomac and invaded the U.S. capital. On August 24th, English troops marched into downtown Washington with little resistance. When the Redcoats arrived at the White House, but it wasn't really called that then, They learned President Madison had fled to safety in Maryland. He was out of there. So the Brits sat down, ate a meal stolen from the presidential kitchen, then ransacked the mansion and set it on fire. Madison returned to Washington three days later after the British left the city. In total, the War of 1812 accomplished very little. Neither side achieved any major objectives. 10,000 U.S. troops were killed. And here's something else you might not know. The war did leave a lasting legacy on American culture. During a key battle in Baltimore, U.S. forces withstood 25 hours of bombardment from the British Navy docked in Baltimore Harbor. A young American named Francis Scott Key witnessed that. He then wrote a poem to commemorate the barrage. You know what it is? The Star-Spangled Banner. That happened during the War of 1812. Back after this. I'm Mike Slater from the podcast Politics by Faith. This is a crazy time in our country. It's stressful, a lot of anxiety. 
and it's going to get worse. And I realized that one of the things that helps me take away the stress is realizing that there's nothing new under the sun. So on this podcast, we take the news of the day and we run it through the Bible and other periods in history to realize that we've been through this before and we can rise above again. Politics by Faith, anywhere you listen to the podcast. Politics by Faith. Thank you for listening to the O'Reilly Update. I am Bill O'Reilly. No spin, just facts, and always looking out for you.